0: Welcome to the DBS Films Podcast, a behind-the-scenes look into making indie films. Learn from DBS Films about their process, tips, and fun stories that all come with making multiple movies a reality. Hey everybody, welcome to the DBS Film Podcast. My name is Kellen, and since it's Saturday, that means it's just going to be me and you hanging out going over where dbs is now with a production update so these saturday episodes are going to be a quick little brief thing about where we're at with our movies but also our community too i'm actually going to also answer three of our uh, super fan questions on this episode too again if you want to be a super fan or just learn more about us be sure to go ahead check out our discord page because that's where everyone lives we even got a minecraft server now so that's really cool so hopping right into it you know the big news honestly is is girl in cabin 13 we finally got it up on tubi and now tubi is an avod platform basically what avod is is it means the movie is free you just have to watch some commercials to see it and of all the different types of streaming which is you know tvod which is you pay for it to buy or rent svod which means it's included in part of your subscription like a netflix or like a hbo max and now finally avod which is the fastest growing i think our movies are really really set to do well on avod and we were pretty surprised with the results so we were actually number one on tubi's uh most or uh, most popular list and number one on horror so those are two really huge categories for us to see our movie up there ahead of things like stephen king's it honestly guys i am absolutely blown away just to be able to see our movies at the top of the chart there and Frankly, I give a lot of the credit to our super fans. I mean, as soon as we had the, um, as soon as we had the news that it was on the Avod platform, we had a bunch of people watching it, sharing it with their friends. You know, hey, it's free now. Go ahead and watch this. Go ahead and and, and take a look at it. And I really do think that that support helped us really catapult up to the top of the food chain when it came to what the. Tubi algorithm was recommending now we have no clue just how good this is for us because our distributor is the one that's going to get like all the information first but in you know three to six months from now we'll see you know how much of an impact being on Tubi's top charts are regardless though we are completely thrilled with just you know what the level of success we've seen with Girl and Cabin 13 so if you haven't seen Girl in Cabin 13 it is now free please take a look at it again it's it makes us so happy when you go ahead and check it out because it really does mean the world to us. Now, with that amazing success, we also have some updates on The Haunting of the Murder House, which is our newest film. I am absolutely in love with this film. It's moving so well. I actually just watched a little bit of the newest updated cut, and I am thrilled with how we're seeing it. I can't wait to show our super fans um, the first look at it. But To give you an update there, we finally finished the production of the pickup shots we needed. So when we filmed this back in November, we always knew that we would have some pickup shots of me being in a van. Um, we have a group of live streamers. I'm basically like the uh, the live streamer organizer. So I'm, I'm running things from a, a computer in, my, in the U-Haul van. We always knew that we would do these pickup shots. So we kind of pushed them off until the rest of the movie was done and then figured out, hey, where do we add them in? It was really neat because anytime we thought a scene was lacking when it comes to you know, how fast things were moving, what was going on, anything like that. We can just throw me in a van, basically speeding up the pacing or, or fixing any kind of plot hole. So it was actually a really cool tactic that we were using. However, trying to get it done really proved to be a nightmare. So we just needed to rent a U-Haul. First night we did it. Honestly, we just had a lot of stuff to film. So I'm not really surprised we didn't get through it. We didn't really get a lot of the stuff where it's the live stream popping up on my screen. So we kind of knew right away, all right, well, let's just focus on this section and then we'll do the rest. And when we were filming that in January, it was like 30 degrees. It was like the coldest day Florida got. It was like 30 degrees and windy. And like if you've ever been to Florida, yeah, oh, 30 degrees, it gets much colder. That's true. But the places you live aren't humid. So when it's very humid and it's cold, you literally just get sliced with the water in the air. So I was feeling very, very freezing cold. I did not have the ability to wear a jacket simply because we wanted to have continuity. So in between takes, I was wrapping myself up as best as I could. That was the first U-Haul. Then we rented a second one. When we rented the second one, it was actually a tornado warning. So we couldn't film in the U-Haul, but that actually turned out to be pretty good because we needed to actually do a lot more work on the stream graphic. So that kind of worked out in our favor. That was last week, Tuesday. Then last week, uh, Friday, which is when right before I updated it, did the podcast update. I was like, hey, we're we're going, we're going to wrap this up. We got everything set up. We were good to go. We got all the pickup shots we needed. We got everything we wanted and my computer didn't turn on and we needed to get my computer to turn on. So we improvised a little bit and we were able to use my laptop, but it didn't quite have all of the stuff we needed. So we were able to get a little bit done, but not what we wanted. And then that means we had the fourth and thankfully final pickup shot. And that was um, done this uh, Tuesday. So we did it Tuesday. We were completed with it. It honestly felt so good to be done with it because this movie is so good and it just felt weird that we had to do four different attempts at the U-Haul pickups um, for us to get it down. But I am so excited for it. I honestly cannot wait to show the super fans what they think of it. And if you guys are listening to this, you know, you're going to have to wait a long time before you have a chance to see The Haunting of the Murder House, because if you you know, are hearing this right now, the process is going to be getting it finalized, probably two, three more weeks, probably, probably a month until we have the final polish um, product sent off to our agent. Then what's going to happen is our agent's is going to pitch it to the distribution companies and the distribution companies are going to go from there and then they're going to set their launch date. So we're looking at six to, you know, eight months before you guys can see the haunting of the suicide house or you can go ahead and check our discord out, become a super fan and you get to see it before anyone else because we want to get feedback when we get a whole bunch of cool stuff from there. So, I mean, that just kind of gives you an idea of, you know, what we're able to provide to our super fans because we want to get you guys feedback. We want to know what you think. And we also want to reward you for being part of our, uh, you know, amazing team here. And speaking of which, last week I did the, the very dumb decision of reading off some super fans names. I missed a whole ton of people out. You know, I just wanted to revisit it real quickly because we do have a leaderboard. And really the leaderboard is you get points for things like watching our movies, buying our t-shirts, all that fun stuff. And I just want to kind of go down real quick highlight a bunch of our super fans, you know, the top spot and the one that I could have sworn I mentioned, I should have mentioned, but I forgot. to. that's going to be Katie. And Hey, it's Katie is currently at the top spot of our leaderboard. Um, she's at the highest level that we got. She's basically always in our community, always doing things. But then we also have Aries who is been there for a long time, just as well. We got Shalissa, absolutely amazing. Rounding out in the third spot. Then we got Gam who's part of our welcome party. Like she's just such a cool person that we got there. We have Amber, we have Tisha, we have um, Brandon, we have James or Ova as he goes by, we have Sammy, we have Blaine, we have Sage, we have uh, Sab, we have Horror Nerd, we have uh, Dan, you know, we have so many people, we have Christopher, we have Kevin, we have Fort Knox, Catby, Luma, um, I'm just kind of scrolling through here seeing all of the amazing people, we have Anna is really cool, the Devil is Judge is a new one that joined us, his name's Kyle, he's doing a really cool stuff in our Minecraft server. So again, guys, I'm sure I missed a bunch, a beautiful disaster. She is someone that just joined us recently. There's a ton of really, really cool people. And anytime I forget you in one of these, just shoot me an angry DM. I'll be sure to make sure that we, we get you the recognition. But I did just want to take a little bit of time to highlight all of those people because I really think that's the reason why we got to number one is because we had such an amazing crew, such an amazing team there. The only other notes that we have is our website is officially live. So be sure to click around on there and take a look. It's pretty cool in my opinion. I like the look of it. Um, I'm sure we're gonna keep doing some tweaks here and there, but um, it really is something that uh, I, I'm, I'm very happy with the overall design of it. Now, as I mentioned, we are gonna go ahead and read off some of the uh, user questions that we had. So uh Last week, because my computer broke, I didn't quite think I'd have a chance to edit the podcast. So I was panicking, like, all right, well, maybe we'll just do like some super fan questions. So I asked our super fans for a bunch of questions. They came back with amazing ones. And I just wanted to go ahead and read off three, answer those. And then I'll probably read off, you know, some more each time to kind of do like, uh, you know, half update, half answering questions. So if you do ever want to answer a question, just go ahead, enter in our Discord channel, and I'll go ahead and, and get to it when I get a chance. But First question is from Shalissa. She mentioned, you know, what inspires your scripts and plot ideas? And then what uh, inspires you guys the most with DBS in general? So to answer the first part of the question, you know, I do think everyone's kind of unique in what inspires them. You know, on a, a, on a more personal level for me, I usually find things like, you know, music's really inspiring, just hearing a song and like the overall way it flows really kind of makes me start to picture like what would you know fit well with this if it came to like a scene or something like that you know what's going on so i usually find music to be really inspiring i think other movies and other films can be very inspiring because you'll look at something and be like you know i don't really like this very much but if they did this this and this and if they acted like that maybe it would be different you know maybe it would be you know something that I could see that I would want to, you know, further it. And then before you know it, you have this whole plot line. So I think it could be like anything, honestly. And it's really tough to point to one thing because I think, you know, when something happens, it's almost like a, a, a strike of inspiration. I think this is the way that our plots and scripts work. The majority of our movies either come from a really cool scene idea that we have, not so much the overall plot. So, like, for instance, we talk about, like, Into the Forest is one of the recent movies that we did on the podcast, and the ending of Into the Forest was really neat because I was like, you know what would be really cool for a shapeshifter, if you're kind of going through the woods, someone's like, hey, I found this body, and then as you, you know, follow the person, when you get there, you see the body, but it's the person that you were following, so you know, oh my gosh, you're at, you're the real use dead, who am I talking to? And, you know, that was something that kind of quickly was like a strike of, you know, hey, this is something that's, you know, on the top of my mind. And we were able to pull the entire end of the forest script out of that with multiple writers and multiple feedback. So it really does show you, you know, I think anything can kind of be inspiring. As for what inspires DBS the most that, you know, two months ago, I probably would have said something completely different, something like super basic or whatnot, in the sense of like, oh, you know, this or that. Now I have a really good answer. It's our super fans, man. The community we got here, the fact that everyone, you know, there's always someone on there. There's always more people joining. Like, I really do mean it when I say that we really want to be like the first fully community focused um, film studio. So again, all of this stuff that you guys are doing and inspiring us, I really want to keep rewarding you, you know, whether it's casting you guys in the movies, whether it's giving you the perks, like you can watch our movies before it's out there. You can take a look at our scripts. We're going to have a Halloween Horror Nights event all of these things I really just feel so passionate about because you guys are inspiring us to work hard, to continue to uh, work. And, you know, the feedback you're giving us of like, you know, keep going and keep doing it because this is a hard industry. This is tough. You know, this is still something that's all a passion project of all. So like all of these things together, it becomes super tough to do this. And now that we have this entire community of people always there, always willing to, you know, support us, it's just absolutely amazing. So again, thank you guys so much for that. Next question is from Wally. Wally asks, what's your most used and helpful piece of equipment when filming? So for me, this is very easy in the sense of what I think is the most useful. And the way I want to look at it is, you know, obviously you need things like cameras, you need things like mics or like audio, you need things like, um, you know, lights on the set. But what is something that I think like indie filmmakers should always invest in? And that is going to be a lot of like, The reason for this is I feel like a lot of indie filmmakers use a traditional boom and that boom is great. And like, I'd love to have a boom and loves on set. I think that would be a great combo. You know, we even talk about that in the upcoming podcast. But the biggest things with lobs is they will fix so many problems that filmmakers find themselves consistently in with boom mics. Boom mics are incredibly tough to use. Like I think a lot of times people think, oh, you just kind of hold it over here. You have to maintain the same distance. You have to maintain the same levels and you have to be on it all the time. And this is a five to seven day film shoot, multiple hours. That's a very tough task. Like that is a like, I would not want to do that. So what ends up happening is you end up getting pretty poor quality boom mic, not really poor, but in Inconsistent. And the problem with that is when you run into any kind of audio issues with inconsistent audio, as you lower and wave it or lower it and um, raise it. It's going to basically bounce up and down when it comes to what you're hearing with the ambient music. So it is incredibly tough, incredibly tough to fix boom issues um, and time consuming. And I hear it all the time. It stands out so much. So my biggest recommendation is lav mics. It basically you just tape a little mic there. It has a receiver, sends it to the camera directly. And now you have a centralized source. And the biggest thing is it's consistent. Just the simple fact its consistent. If it's either too low or too high, those are things I can easily fix. Um, Whereas if it's a boom mic and it's low here or high here or high in this scene and low in this scene, those are the nightmares that just kind of add up more and more. And this kind of leads into the next question. And this question was from Kevin Davis. He asked, what was the most difficult movie we made? And the most difficult movie that we ever made was The Haunting of the Morgan Estate. We actually just finished the first episode of a three-part podcast today. And it is something where this movie was by far the closest to us never even being able to finish it. I mean, it it really is just a, a true testament to the entire crew, though, that we got what we were able to get. Cause you know, really they did a fantastic job. We kind of were over with a few things. Something's happened on set and we'll go into detail of it, but it's really just our fault for it, you know, being in the state that it was after production, like after filming and it took us a year and a half to fix it in post-production. And this was such a painful process going through things like the audio, which was a mess, going through all of these different issues that we had was such a painstaking endeavor but what we were saying is it was probably the best thing that ever happened to us because it made us get really, really good in the trenches at editing. And it really completely shifted our mindset to a lot of things. So while it was the most difficult, it was also the most beneficial in the long run, in my opinion. The biggest thing with it is when people watch it, they're like, this is such a great movie. And I was like, you don't know what it did to me mentally because this thing was brutal so i'm happy we get the podcast out it's pretty cathartic to finally be like no no no, you guys don't understand this uh this movie was really rough on us so that being said that's going to wrap up our podcast episode for today again we're going to have two episodes every week moving forward uh right now we're just going through all of the movies we have we have uh nine out there 10 soon we're gonna be filming number 11 so we're really excited again if you guys want to have more information about us go ahead join our discord take a look at our youtube all of those fun things because we definitely want to continue to be the number one most uh you know fan focused studio out there so we're looking for 100 super fans we got about 45 still plenty of time but you might be listening to this down the road and and, you know that that boat has sailed so please take a look at it come join us if not support us however because we still appreciate anything you guys do for us. And that's going to go ahead and wrap up this week's podcast. So until we see you again, have a good one.